Chaos Production, Chaos Production, yeah, that's me. Oh, on to the entertainment segment on this week's episode of This, That, and Third. So, Ms. Reese, we're topping off our entertainment segment this week. Finally, the Game of Thrones is over. <laughs> <laughs> the end coming! <laughs> the North Winter's went to gone. game and left. <laughs> Winter's now in Chicago during the summer, team. The thongs have ended, man. Now I know, I know, I know, I know. You tried to dabble. You didn't really get into the show. You know I was fucking with it from beginning to end. Can we slow clap the show out, please? R.I.P. to Game of Thrones, man. I will say this. This is one of the iconic, um, culturally relevant, just in terms of, man, regardless of race, creed, ethnicity, da-da-da. Everybody, everybody. A lot of people fucking with it, da-da-da. It ended horribly. I'm just going to say that. It ended horribly. So we talked yeah. about the three hundred and thirty thousand people who were writing back who to want HBO. The, yeah, they want the, they, they want the shit redone. They want to redo. Now, redone. when have you ever heard somebody saying, "Man, I fuck with this show. I fuck with this series for eight seasons, probably twelve years." Yeah, I was gonna say this is me. And I fucking hate want it, it redone. <laughs> I hate the ending, dog. Like it was action packed, and they they wrapped up a lot of the storylines and stuff like that. But it just felt rushed. It felt so. Well, and I don't understand why or how when they took like didn't it take like two years to do this? Yeah, it was like a two-year break in between yeah. season seven and eight. No, I don't, I don't get that. But Kit Harrington, who played the infamous Jon Snow, Jon Snow, apparently struggled over the eight years with at his fame group. So from the beginning of the show, he was yeah, younger, yeah. he all that fame coming at him, yeah, he yeah. didn't know how to deal with it. Because um, he got emotional at the last table read when he found out he had to kill the queen. Oh shit! Like it was real life. Oh, he this nigga's emotionally invested to his so, character. So they did a, a like a behind the scenes documentary. Mm-hmm. You can see the last read of that yeah. last episode, right? So when he read it, you saw him push away from the table and just kind of hold his head down, like right. he was thought like they for real, you right. know? Right. And after he actually filmed the last thing, he cried and he thanked everybody. Man. You know, like. He basically checked himself into a um, <laughs> personal wellness rehab oh, to just kind of get himself together, yeah. gather his thoughts. I mean, if we Come think about back it, to the world, these are actors who have been these characters for eight years in these characters. plus, right? And so he hasn't done anything else but this. Right. And so he, this is now gone. Yeah. And he's just like, and I don't think, I think the, the quote he did with everybody responding negatively mm. to it was, fuck off. Yeah, man, so he's who? willing to put the fans with wanting the show to be done. Oh, okay. Like, man, we put everything we into had into it. it. Like, fuck off. You don't even realize how much work, no, that's what passion, like. energy, effort, time, away from your family. Like, yeah. where did they film this? Oh, Nigga, no, what country I did they film this? I didn't see a diverse production crew, but I'm not going to go there. Didn't, I didn't, I didn't see a diverse production crew or cast. <laughs> you know, so I'm not <laughs> going there. there. But that's what I'm telling girl. you. Stories matter, dog. Stories matter. If you need diversity, we have them. We're here. I'll be in front of the camera. She'll be right behind you. But I will say this, man. Um, despite the fact that the show didn't end as um, epically yeah. as people may have wanted, it was still a good series. Uh, it still did what it was supposed to do. I think that we're insatiable. Like, I think we more so didn't want it to end. So regardless of how it ended, niggas was going to be mad anyway. So you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and I, I don't see how people can be mad at Brandon being, being king. king. Yeah. He deserves <laughs> <Spoiler> it. Alert. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Brand the Broken, he's calling shit. This nigga had that third eye. Yeah, he deserved head. it. Yeah, this motherfucker, I mean, he he's pushed out, the pushed out of a window for being a peeping top. Come on, man. But I will say this. Um, it, it, for me, it's like, all right, so you have all this buildup about Khaleesi. Yeah. 
yeah. right? And this is the, the the lady that ended up being the queen. She ended up going crazy and, and you know fucking up the whole uh, city and shit, which she really didn't have to, and she really showed her ass mm. uh, when she had the ability to. Lost two of her three dragons and just used the last one to just wreak carnage over the village. And then she's hella protected, fire can't kill her, she got dragons on her side, she got the sullied army, she had all of these sail swords and all this shit. And my man literally walked up, kissed her, poked her in her gut, and she was gone. <laughs> it was like, it was so anticlimactic the way this boss bitch died. And those little things, him. yeah, she was so susceptible. She just didn't think he was going to have that knife on. It's like you walking up to somebody. Hey, like, like, uh, Calvin means no harm. Oh, this nigga Calvin got a knife. Ah, I've been sent. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but it was things like that that just had me like, uh, we could, yeah, like, I want to even the, the, the former queen who was, man, the whole series, the everybody, like, I want her head, I want her head on a platter, everybody wanted this bitch dead. The sister, right? Yes, yeah. a building crumbled and bricks hit her and she died. That's how she died. She died oh. due to inferior architecture. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Like, I want a dragon to eat this bitch, Why? man. Give yeah. me the glory. You want it more dramatic. Yeah, I want an insidious kill. And they was just giving us this, this plain Jane, low budget ass kill. Nevertheless, good show. Congratulations to all the actors and actresses, yeah. all the all the people behind the scenes who never get credit. Yeah. Even the motherfucker that did the score. Like scores matter. <laughs> the that scores matter. matter. If you ever hear if you ever hear that so song play when the shit is coming on, that dun 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 dun, you gonna know exactly what it's from. Yeah. Who the fuck made that? We don't know, but shout out to you. Yeah. All right, what else is going on in entertainment? So NBA playoffs start tomorrow. They do. Wrap up. They do. No, they start the finals. Finals, finals yeah. start tomorrow. So it's Golden State versus the Toronto Raptors. Kawhi Leonard, man. Okay, so I just got a glimpse of. I don't know if it was Good Morning America they were talking about it. Um, how he has given everybody trouble that he played against, like in the playoffs yeah. or that last yeah. step. Yeah. And so they said it's really going to be a tough game. It's going to be interesting because he's the best player on his team and sometimes on the court on offense and defense. Mm. I can relate. I'm more of a defender, you know what I'm saying? And when you take pride in defense, it's like niggas just don't want you to guard them. Like Giannis, you know what I'm saying, my man um, yeah. from um, the, the Bucks, Bucks, real big weapon. Shut that nigga down. And yeah, he gonna get his 20, 25, but he was averaging about 30, 35. Now they say so with him, he's not a perimeter shooter. He's not an anything shooter. He's he gonna dump your ass and lay your ass up. And that's the and Kawhi and the Raptors, I can't even front. All of them formed a wall and stopped that nigga. So it's like, what am I gonna do? I gotta pass, my guys can't hit shots, yeah. and I can't hit a shot outside of five feet. So that's yeah. how you have a, a four game runoff. But as it pertains to the Warriors, KD, still questionable, definitely won't be in game one. Yeah. Boogie Cousins, who everybody is thinking like, oh man, Boogie coming back is a good thing. I don't know, man. Uh, a thick-ass Boogie Cousins coming off his second major injury in two years, this is kind of like, I, I understand your name is going to get you playing time, but I don't know if he's going to add a lot of value to that lineup. Iguodala, who comes off the bench often, uh, and former uh, 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 finals MVP and all that shit, for the work he did on LeBron, he is coming off injury as well. So now it's really Clay, Clay. Dre, and, and Steph. Steph. The original three. big three. So now they really got to well, come through. But work it's like, but these are the same guys that went up against LeBron and couldn't get it done. Even after being up three games to one. You know what I'm saying? Even though it was only one year, it happened. Now you're going up against the nigga that has already beat LeBron in the finals. He's younger. No, I'm not saying the Warriors team ain't going to win. I'm just saying Kawhi is a dog, is what I'm saying. Would this be Toronto's first? 
This would be Toronto. This is their first time in the finals. But that, and, that, and, that's, and that's the reason that I don't think that they'll win. Because Kyle Lowry, who has been on the uh, Raptors, I think, for seven years now, he was super excited to win the Eastern Conference Finals because yeah. they kept losing to LeBron for all those years. Uh, Clay, Draymond, and Steph kind of had this, nigga, our job isn't done. We expected to get to the Finals. Now we really, now the season yeah. starts for them tomorrow. And I just feel like Lowry, who was supposed to be like the second best player on the Raptors, feels as if, nigga, we made it. Made it. We've yeah. overachieved and blah, blah. Kawhi, who has a championship, knows. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's with the Spurs. Oh, okay. he, won, he won a championship like his third year in the league. Oh, okay. and, uh, so he's expecting. He's expecting, to win. man, championship pedigree, right? Well, he, he's a champion. But Lowry isn't. He's the second best player. Everybody on the Warriors are champions. Yeah. So when you have this happy-go-lucky little nigga that don't really do well in the playoffs to begin with, who's just glad to be here, I don't know, bro. It's gonna come down to those role players on Toronto, from Ibaka to Siakam to Gasol to even um, uh, Van Vliet. Some of their bench players yeah. showed up real well in the last series. Will they do that again? We don't know. But stay tuned. It starts this um, Tomorrow, Thursday, and it'll it'll run. Shit, four games, maybe six. I don't know. But uh, I got Warriors in five. I got Warriors in five. Any predictions? I would like to shoot for the underdogs, but I really just like the Warriors. And I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't like them, but I respect them. I like the little. I respect them. I like them. I'll be out there like me and plus one dark skin. Right, right. Plus, plus right, right. All right, what else going on in the news? Okay, so I didn't know this was a thing. I thought this was a joke. Mm -hmm. The baby who sing that song I like, mm -hmm. the one y'all sing Calvin dancing to, leaving Thursday. See y'all, sure. Ah, ah. like my cologne. Good. So, it was a guy big recording him mm -hmm. while the baby was shopping, right? Yeah. And see, this is why I was confused because he was like, Look at this nigga, he really lives how he say he lives. That's what I thought he was saying. Come on, you a bitch. Y'all look at this nigga the baby. That, that nigga the baby in here talking some shit. He walking up on me and shit like he about to do something. What you don't do? What you taking your shit off for? Cody. Come buy your shit. Don't be scared. Come buy your shit. 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 Come Quit playing with me, boy. Pick your pants up, nigga. Fuck is you talking about, nigga? And then next thing I know, he was getting beat up and yeah. his pants was down. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. confused. Yeah. What happened? So, shout out to Malik, man, my mentee. And he uh, kind of put me on to this story. And I'm not sure if this is factual. And if it's not, blame Malik. But <laughs> he told me that this is a local Charlotte rapper. I guess the baby is out of Charlotte. Okay. And uh, much to do about nothing. Small city. He wants to be big, but isn't. So, the main nigga. So, think of a, think of a King Louie. Yeah. Chicago. It's like, man, I'm a little bit older. I got a name, blah, blah, blah. And then here comes Chief Keith, and he just jumps over me. Yeah. He's a young nigga, and he got more. Okay. More trouble, whatever. Apparently, that's what happened with this no-name rapper dude and the baby. baby. So now the no-name rapper dude sees him in the jewelry store. He's like, man, look at this nigga. He think he on something. We got the band out of the eye. And the baby like, man, you know, get, get, off, get off that bullshit. If you want something, what's happening? And then uh, next thing you know, it's when you swipe left. And that motherfucker. It's over the floor. <laughs> He got his pants beat off, literally, by this little nigga.
nigga, but apparently that's the baby's MO. Like, he beats up his fans. He beats, like, you, oh man, I'm teed, I just wanna shake your. What? Nigga, I was just trying to say what's up. Nigga, don't come around. Really? Like, he is a good Well, is it, is it he's beating up people who hating and, and agitating and maybe nah. irritating them? I mean, that dude was agitating and irritating, but I've heard he's been known for beating up fans. I, I, I'm not sure I get him and Lil Baby confused, but I heard that I this nigga bagged up hella weed, fake weed, threw that shit out of his, uh, at his concert, everybody was going crazy scrambling for it, that shit was like a racket or something. Lil Baby. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was Both the, of them assholes. Rolling loud. Yeah, but these niggas is like assholes to their fans. So, probably Lil Baby threw out the fake weed, Lil Baby got ran up on by a fan. Bah! It kept rapping though, like, bah! Lil Yo, CEO, Shug, it's just like, damn, these niggas crazy. Now, how did he get the upper hand on this nigga who was filming? And I then they said, I know he was in the fetal position. That shit was embarrassing. That shit was hella embarrassing. But that seems like a trend now. Like, again, shout out Malik. He showed me some other niggas getting their pants beat off. I guess that's like the new trend is to, I'm not just going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass, take your belt off, and pull your pants off. Pull your pants off. Well, they down. probably didn't have a belt on. True indeed. True indeed. So it's just, man, learn how to fight. Y'all niggas going to talk. Now, I will say this. Congratulations to y'all two niggas, winner and loser, for fighting instead of ding ding ding, shooting yeah. it up, blah blah blah. Like, yeah. man, what happened to the old yeah. school? I got beef with you. When yeah. I see you, it's that. Yeah. Versus, man, I'm gonna kill this nigga over what he oh, said exactly. online. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, no, no, I agree. I, at least that's a silver lining there, though. Yeah. But both y'all niggas need to grow up. If I had money, <laughs> more money, I would not do my own dirty work. If it was dirty work no, to be done, I'm nigga, go get it done. Yeah. Like, you don't know. You do Watching the finals. <laughs> okay. Hey, what else going on? Okay, so we got a couple of movies out, right? We do, we do. I actually got a chance to check out The Intruder, and okay. that got Megan. Good. Decent. I, everybody, all black guys know her lips. That's how they know. Oh, I'm a cool You know, okay. so I'm gonna see the lips. It's, it's one thing. I got the lips, so it's kind of like, ah, oh, see my lips. <laughs> but um, yeah, Megan Good. Um, and Michael Ely. Michael Ely. He played a square ass nigga. I don't know the last time I seen him on stage on, on, on film. But I want to say he was playing like these evil roles. Like he no, was he in, played when the battle breaks uh, or with, with uh, underneath somebody's car, yeah. killed Morris Chestnut last yeah. time I seen him. Then he dropped the babies and, and for colored girls only. Oh, yeah. He dropped yeah. the babies. Like See, he I remember him shit. in that movie with Halle Berry, The Eyes Are Watching God. Ah, yes. Lord Neil Hurston. Roll the thunder, hear my crackhead ass. But uh, he was good. Uh, the movie was it was um gripping. Can okay. I use that word? Yeah, that's like it was same. gripping. Okay. It was gripping because you're like, yo, what the fuck? Gee? Okay, good. And it had Tommy for power in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had a nice little Dennis cast. Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Now I fuck with Dennis Quaid, and I just fuck with movies instead of the ah oh, man. Well, you know, we're gonna have monsters and ghouls and goblins, nigga, white men. <laughs> Those are they monsters. Those are monsters. Yeah. So I like the approach they took with this uh, movie. It was he was so attached to this house, house that he ended up selling because he was in financial uh, okay. disarray. But he didn't want. But he didn't want to sell, so he never really left. left. So he pulls up on the riding lawnmower. He, he he's hanging uh, ornaments and decorations for Christmas. Michael Ely, like, come on, son, get the fuck away. Megan Good, goof ass, is like, nah, nah, he's cool, he's cool. So he wasn't cool, cool anymore. anymore. Mm -hmm. So y'all should check that out. I ain't gonna spoil the ending or whatever, but it's definitely worth watching, at least on the fire stick. Okay, so let me give you an update on the fire stick. Come on. I have to update mine, right? So I had to watch it. I often have to do that. 
I have haven't, I haven't fucked with Cody because it's so complex. The interface is so complex. I don't know what the fuck to do. So I'm on my bro all day. Look, shout out to Sean. He's Man. been an hour and a half updating my Cody. Hey, <laughs> those YouTube tutorials came in handy. Yes. <laughs> we, so I have my own IP address. Oh, okay. So movies are clear. Oh, you don't shit. get interrupted. Is he I available for hire? Can he come do my <laughs> shit? Shut up. What the fuck? I'm talking about it was a whole process. Oh, shit. But it was worth it. Okay, okay. Now, I now you in the theater. Everything. You in the theater. So, because really I wanted to see this movie called Ma with oh, Octavia yeah. Spencer. Yes. And that was previewed at The Intruder. And you know, the extended previews really give you a lot yeah. of information. That looks pretty good. That yeah, I'm excited. It looks weird. It. Like, how did well, because who wrote she's this? The, yeah. yeah. But it was just like the cast and the, and the, and the, um, the, the, the plot and all that. It's just like, how the fuck? But I guess you know, young, dumb, white kids will do young, dumb, white kid shit. Yeah. But it looks good. I feel like, and I'm just going to predict this, so this isn't, isn't a spoiler, but I feel like she was tormented in high school, and now she's getting back at the people that tormented her. Their kids. kids. Mm. Yeah, that's what I think is happening in that movie, but yeah, we'll see. Weird. It comes out soon, right? It's not, I don't think it's out yet. Because I still Friday. see it. You wouldn't see the previews if it was yeah, out. Yeah, it's coming out this week. Yeah, so y'all check that out and let us know what y'all think about that. Now, Aladdin is out. Well, what's next? Hey, hey, Willie! <laughs> I heard that was really good. The King kids went to see it and they actually liked it. Now, Aladdin is one of my favorite Disney like movies. So. Arabian Nights! <laughs> like Arabian Day! The soundtracks of the fucking well, Disney songs! Them Disney movies, dog. The soundtracks matter, dog. The scores on soundtracks matter. How did they say Will did? Or did you hear specific? No, I just heard the overall movie was great. Okay. So I'm assuming Will did a great job. Did you hear backlash when it like started? Um, you started hearing buzz about the fact that it was coming out and he was playing this blue genie and blah blah blah. Like people were saying, man, what? But I actually heard people like kind of saying negative shit about Will Smith playing the genie. I'm like, how the fuck? Is that negative? Like that's not blackface. That's blueface. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's Tatiana. <laughs> But I, I just I just feel like, you know, niggas niggas hate because they hate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you had that opportunity to play, you You would. Aladdin. Come on, man. So, y'all check that out and let us know how y'all think uh, that is as well. I haven't seen it yet, but I have, like I said, heard, heard good things from my children. And yeah. my children don't like a lot of shit. So, yeah. So, like, they, they like that. If there's any critics, kid critics, it's the King kids. All right, last but not least, in um, um, new films. Jones documentary? Quincy on Netflix. Now, I don't think this is new. It might be 2018-ish, okay. but this is like a documentary that chronicles the life of Quincy Jones, right? And uh, I almost said the late great. He's still alive. He's still alive. This motherfucker's like 83. Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. He's still doing his still thing. Uh, Chicago Southside's finest, Quincy Jones. And it's like, you hear the name, but do you really know the story? Nope. And this shit tells you the story, and it leads up to the opening of the huge um, African-American Smithsonian okay. Arts and culture. NBC, uh, right? Yeah, the, the, the fucking museum. Zoom. I'm sorry. He's supposed to zoom. Uh, <laughs> but it's talking about how he did all of the composing of the music for that um, ribbon cutting ceremony. Huh. So it chronicles his whole life and then ends with, with that, you know, that piece. That big moment. This dude is the it's dude. Amazing. Like it's a lot of people that be on that self made, who had been. No, this motherfucker stayed on prairie. Motherfucker lived on prairie. He went to the crib that he was at. Shanty. Broken, abandoned, mom was schizo as fuck, father was a workaholic, um, uprooted the whole family from Chicago to, I think, Washington. He was playing clubs at 14, linked up with, um, Ray. I think he linked up with Ray Charles at 16. Uh, you know, fast forward, he traveling the world doing his thing, doing all these gigs, links up with Frank Sinatra. 
uh, was very instrumental with the Rat Pack as well as, um, you know what I'm saying, that That's whole time desegregating, desegregating um, the, the, the nightlife scene in Vegas. Like mm -hmm. the mobs was like, yeah. man, y'all can, Sammy Davis Jr., all y'all yeah. motherfuckers, y'all can play here, but you better eat in the closet, you better mm -hmm. stay across the town and um, um, the, the, the black only uh, hotels and shit, yeah. like in Greenwood, yeah. that shit was real. So he was so influential that Frank Sinatra was like, man, these are my guys, and if they can't live here, eat here, play here, gamble here, blah, blah, they're not gonna entertain y'all. And he was like, shit, money talks, and open the floodgates now. And then he goes on to do things with the emergence of hip hop and trying to, you know, wake up the Tupac and the Biggies yeah. before it was too late. And uh, it was just a dope, very informative piece about Quincy Jones, who, again, you hear the name, but you, you don't, don't know what he does. This motherfucker And this younger sitting, generation definitely don't know. I didn't even know. This motherfucker was sitting there writing music. Like, I thought music was tight. No. No, he was handwriting music. Like, it was a totally different language. Of, Are you talking about that with the note? Yes. Yeah, he that. Paper. He was handwriting that shit. And then there was a scene in there where Frank Sinatra was like, yeah, well, this was too hard. This was too soft, blah, blah. He was like, all right, cool. And it's not in pencil. He's not, ah, let me change that. And rewrites the whole shit in minutes. I y'all go ahead and do that. Like he's responsible for the like the tracks the dude is responsible for. Sanford and, the Sanford and Son theme song, the theme song from um um uh, Austin Powers. That crazy group. He knows Quincy Jones. Mm. The whole score and I believe soundtrack from the color purple, from yeah. Roots, from the Wiz. All See, of off the wall, all of thriller, all of bad. Yeah, he's been bad. Crazy. Uh, he's been able to do what a lot of artists are now trying to do is cross over into film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's did that where well. you go, you go yeah, the, scoring, the scoring yeah. is where you get paid. G. And it was like he was a pioneer in his time because they was like, can black men write for movies? For white movies? Yeah. I mean, hell yeah, Quincy can do But Quincy was, and that's why travel is so important. Quincy was traveling the world at a very young age. All of his children are like sweet, half Swedish, and have, you know what I'm saying, Parisian. What the fuck, if you're from Paris, what are you? So French? He, so I don't he, know. They have all different moms? He got like three or four baby moms, three or four wives. He was married to six. And still this day, it's still, still rolling. Gives it still rolling, man. <laughs> and he battled illness. Uh, he struggled with not even alcoholism, but he just liked a good drink, you know what I'm saying? And that took a toll on him, not exercising. And I didn't even know that Rashida Jones is his daughter. That's the lady from um, the, um, you know her. She's the lady from um, The Office. The show The Office that was like, you know, with the 40-year-old virgin dude. Yeah. She was the secretary. So if you've ever seen any episode of her, you've seen her. And she looks white. Right, I remember ain't nobody on there, boy. That's his daughter, though. Oh. That's his daughter. She's like kind of almost narrating. It's to me and his daughter. To me it's not. Okay, that's not. what everybody thought. <laughs> it's me, it's not. But she's blind. But yeah, obviously I'm excited about the documentary. I'm excited to go check it out. It's available on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Um, next we got, okay, so this is huge. This is an, an event we have actually here next okay. Wednesday. It's the meet and greet listening party for none other than Kirk Franklin. Someone asked the question. Why do we sing? Why do we sing? <laughs> they sing because I tell them. They sing because he tells. Don't pay him a damn thing. <laughs> Don't pay him a damn thing. Anyway, it's like the Quincy Jones of his lane. Of gospel. He's like, because Quincy Jones got all these albums. Don't sing shit. Yeah. He got all these comp comp composition albums that is just, man, go artist, go artist. But go see, artist. I think Kirk Franklin is a good. Um, 
image of, or no, not an image, he's a good architect of being able to connect the youth mm -hmm. with gospel yeah. and not in the traditional yeah. sense. He made it when cool. he came out, he, cool he said the these kids want to bounce, they want to dance, mm -hmm. and that stuff y'all are doing, right. they're not definitely dance for that. Right. So he changed the game in that way. Nah, and it's still changing the game. So his album is called Long Live Love. It's a new album, so he's going to have his listening party here next Wednesday. You have to RSVP. We'll put the flyer and stuff up so you guys can go to the link and do that. Straight like that, and it's on the event you are, right? Last but not least in entertainment. It goes down at the red table. We what have a gold you? table, but. Golden table. Um, <laughs> red table talk this past week, okay? We talked about porn. Oh, what about it? Having, like, it's porn, um, an issue within a relationship, having the addiction to porn, what that means, what that looks like. And so they actually had a couple other white couple who volunteered out oh, yeah, to come on the show. Fuck my wife. To talk about it. <laughs> but, okay, so look, this guy, he said he was introduced to porn at nine. When did you first start watching porn? I, well, I mean, say, not saying that you watch it, watch no, it. No, 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 I watch it, watch it. Uh, I want to say probably around that 12, 13, you know, whatever age you're able to be at your guys' cribs, and it's just like, man, all the guys over. And you're like, man, I got this VHS. Y'all okay. want to see this? Okay, so. Yeah, it was a group guy, This guy was at nine, and he was with his friends, mm -hmm. and they all kind of watched this, it. This was before niggas used to say no homo. This was the gayest shit we could have done. Yeah. Like, this was, hey, I'm just telling you. Okay, you ain't never seen no pussy before. Right, so he said he watched it with his friends, and he said, you know, it's like, oh, okay. And, and then they would watch it, you know, every now and then together, but it was always a group. Yeah. He said he didn't really become addicted until cell phones came out. Yeah, when it was just because on then your, you can access it. Yeah. Now you can go crazy and no judge. Oh. No judge. So, oh, you're going to look up all types so of two girls in a cup shit. Right. And so he said when he, <laughs> he told his wife, you know, she obviously was her. And I get all that, but like, is that cheating? Is that? Ah, uh, it's beating. It's actually just, <laughs> not cheating, it's beating. I'm just sitting here getting one off. And I feel like, ah, uh, ah, this is a tough situation. This is a tough situation because if y'all watch porn together, you should be able to watch it apart. Um, okay, so she never, never, never watched it. But that's the thing, y'all have like tools and toys and you don't need to be stim visually stimulated to get off. It's like, man, let me get this little... But how do you just do that? Let me watch you paint dry and get off. I still need to watch. You I can't, I don't have that good, I have a great imagination and I can't just sit there and be yeah, like, you need to watch no something. I need something. something yeah. I need something. So, anyway, at the table, Give me a, it was uh, interesting. Obituary or something. Need something. Need like something. Um, it was just interesting because they did discuss all those elements and the fact that he had to tell his wife. You right. know, they got over it. But the effects, how that made her feel. Yeah. Then, you know, Jaden has talked about how porn really messes men up on their perception of sex because they think they should get it all the time, when they want mm. it, how they want it. And if it's available in my pocket on my phone, right. and when I ask you, it right. should be no problem. Like, right, right, right. And so when they went deeper into it's it, I was, I was like, hmm. No, nah, it is, it is, because it's true. like, I'd be like, man, you know what I'm saying, what's wrong with you sucking my dick for 45 minutes? She did it. They're like, yo, my mouth. <laughs> like, Sarah's mouth never, never got numb. What are you doing? So, apparently it does. So that yeah, they be cutting, take, and then they, yeah, yeah they be taking breaks. They be taking breaks. Man, so, I'd be so oblivious to that shit. Apparently, a lot of men are. 
Yeah. Um, and so they were just talking about that. And then really understanding when guys, men first see it, when women first see it, how you watch it, if it's in a group by yourself and that kind of thing. So the whole um, Red Table Talk was about porn. Does Jada watch porn or does Jada mom Jada used to be addicted to porn. Nice. This is the time she was trying to be uh, practice abstinence. Ah, yeah. And so her relationship with porn, she said, was a little too much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Slippery slope. And her mom watches it. She said she, you know, obviously with her husband, they watch it sometimes, but she likes more intimate Mm. porn. So there's different types of porn, right? Like soft porn. Yeah, she doesn't like all that hard, aggressive, beating the woman. Right, right. <laughs> I do remember though when we would like have the Spice Channel and then when HBO would like show titties and shit like yeah. that, they wouldn't show like vagina and nothing like that. But they would show you some nipple and areola, you know what I'm saying? What was it? Uh, no, it was, they used to actually have porn show like Spice Channel, Up All no, Night. HBO. Oh, HBO, I know. It used to come on at Cinemax. Yeah, yeah. Late yeah. night. Yeah. Then they had, like, Playboy had some shows. You see, then. like, stupidest titles. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Titty Nipple Pink. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> A Night in China. <laughs> but I think that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. But I think that about wraps us up for this week's segment of entertainment on this and the third. Literally. Literally.